Well, friends, please stand for the reading of God's Word. This morning we have an Advent devotional on this Christmas Day. This morning we find ourselves in Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. Remember, beloved, these are the very written words of God. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who was, has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled and all of Jerusalem with him. And assembling all of the chief priests and the scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea. For so it is written by the prophet, and he's quoting from Micah. And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means the least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod summoned the wise men secretly and ascertained from them what time the star had appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word, that I too may come and worship him. After listening to the king, they went on their way, and behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshiped him. Then, opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country by another way. Indeed, the grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of our Lord stands forever, and may he add his blessing to it. You may be seated. Maybe the gain, Christopher, turn the gain down a little bit. Okay, friends, a couple questions for you. Who were they and what did they see? Who were the Magi and what was it that led them to Jerusalem around 6 or 5 B.C.? I think our ESV text this morning refers to them as wise men, the Greek term is magos or magi, think of them like professors from Cambridge or Harvard. The magi were scholars from their day. Any idea, I'm going to turn my microphone off this morning. Handheld, go with the hand. I may just sing a little Christmas something for you in a minute. The magi were ancient astronomers or astrologers. They were experts in terms of reading the night sky, looking for meaning. These were men that were probably in Babylonia or Persia. They had probably learned about a star associated with the birth of the Jewish Messiah, probably from Daniel's time in Babylon. Did you know that we have software 
that can look at the night sky from anywhere in the world going back probably 10,000 years, 6,000 years. Did you know we have software that you could dial it up, you could put yourself anywhere in the world at any time of the day or night, look in a particular direction and see exactly what it would have looked like on a particular night. I think the software is called the night sky. It's pretty incredible. So you can put yourself in Iran or Iraq looking toward Jerusalem, 7 BC, 6 BC, 5 BC, 4 BC, 3 BC, and see exactly what they saw in the night sky over Jerusalem. Most scholars think the star appeared 6 BC, 7 BC, somewhere around then. It depends on when Herod actually died. What was it that you think they saw? Since about the 13th century AD, scholars have been investigating, trying to figure out what it was. There are various options. Does anybody know what some of the options are that could have led the Magi to Jerusalem? Any thoughts about this? We can view this like a big Sunday school class this morning. Any idea? Maybe a what? A planet. Maybe a planet. Okay. Perhaps a supernova. Does anybody know what a supernova is and why that would be a candidate? A supernova is when a star explodes. It jettisons its mass. And for a brief period of time, it greatly intensifies in brightness. Maybe could have been a supernova. Some people think a comet. Other people think it could have been perhaps a triple alignment of planets. Jupiter, Neptune, and a planet called Regulus in a triple conjunction with, remember this, with retrograde motion. Okay? So around 3 BC, there were things like that that happened. That if you look toward Jerusalem, there was a triple conjunction of planets with retrograde motion, which meant the planets could have been doing something, and from the human eye, it would have looked like one bright object. I don't think it was any of those. I think it was a miracle. I think it was a miracle because this star did things that stars don't do. I think this was a miracle of the living God leading these magi to Jerusalem. Ancient scholars from over a thousand miles away. Question, of all the things that Matthew could have included about the birth and early childhood of Jesus, why did Matthew include this? All of the gospel writers had so many things they could have included. They had to be economic with what they did include. Why did Matthew include this? What is the significance or the meaning of the Magi going to Jerusalem and then Bethlehem and worshiping this child? What were the Magi, other than ancient astrologers or astronomers? What were they in terms of a people group? Were they Jews or Gentiles? The Magi were Gentiles. What do we have at the beginning of Matthew's Gospel, and what do we have at the end of Matthew's Gospel that serves as bookends? You have the nations coming to Jesus at the beginning of Matthew, and you have Jesus sending the disciples out to the nations at the end of Matthew. 
The gospel going to the entire world begins the gospel and it ends the gospel. In just a few years after the birth of Jesus, in just a few years, the focus would no longer be on a dusty little land in Palestine. In just a few years after the birth and childhood of Jesus, where would the focus be? Where would everything go? All over the world. Scholars think the worship of the Magi foreshadowed the worship of the Gentile world. Incredible. Here's the deal, though. The true meaning of Christmas is that the Magi, even though they sought out Jesus, Jesus is the real seeker in the story, is he not? What did Jesus come to do, according to the Bible? Jesus came to seek and save the lost, to draw men and women from every tribe and tongue and nation. He came to seek out people from every corner and segment of society. And I think that's why Matthew included this story. Matthew included this story to show that the gospel of Jesus Christ is for everyone, even for people like you and me. Beloved, that is hope, and that is the meaning of Christmas. Let's pray. Our gracious God and Father, on this Christmas Day, we thank you and praise you for who you are and all that you have done. Father, we long to see what those magi saw. We long to see the star that they saw and how it led them to Jerusalem, how it led them to Bethlehem. What a wonderful thing it would be to have seen what they saw when they brought their gold, their frankincense, their myrrh, these amazing gifts, this treasure to present to the Christ child, these Gentile magi, these scholars, these, these royalty of their day coming thousands of miles away to worship a Jewish Messiah. They did so because it was the greatest event the world had ever seen. Father, help us to be in awe of the birth of Jesus Christ. Father, help us to be awe in, in, in awe of the fact that the gospel didn't just stay in a dusty land in Palestine, but in fact spread throughout the whole world to Dallas, Texas in 2022. In fact, the followers of Jesus are largely Gentiles. What this passage foreshadowed is being made real today, and that is an amazing thing. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for the incarnation. Help us to love him and serve him all the days of our life when we pray this in Jesus' matchless name. Amen.